Thanks for joining us today on our online campus as you get ready to hear another message from Evangel. We ask that you prepare your heart and let God speak to you in your life. And if God has been using this ministry to touch your life, we ask you that you send us an email at etag.tv and also worship through giving uh, to help support this ministry so that others can hear messages just like this one all around the world.
your mighty name. Hallelujah. He is in this place today. His presence is alive. The Spirit of the Lord is not dead. The Spirit of the Lord is not dead. No, He is alive and well. He is alive and well and beckoning us, beckoning us to dive into His presence, to receive a refreshing. How many could be refreshed this morning? Are you longing for that? For the Holy Spirit to totally refresh you. God, we welcome you today. We know that in our praise, it is in our praise that you inhabit this place. You inhabit the praises of your people. I pray that our praises would resound in this place, that they would come before heaven as a fragrance before your throne that is pleasing to you. God, our praise is unto you this morning. We lift our song to you. Be pleased. We worship you. Hallelujah. You would have a seat in this place. God, we look to you this morning. God, we remind ourselves of your goodness. We pray that above all else, you would be exalted. You would receive the praise and the glory and the honor and the adoration that you're so worthy. Voice is ready. 
given me a message that is on my heart from Luke chapter 11 I want you to turn in your Bibles and please worship team just stay right near don't go anywhere Dustin stay right there please Luke chapter 11 we have to get into this word We're starting a series that I know God wants us to go through in the month of August. And it's entitled Believe. And in Luke chapter 11, verse 1, it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place. Who is the he there? Everybody say Jesus. As he was praying in a certain place, when he had ceased, one of his disciples said, unto him Lord teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples and he said unto them when ye pray say our father which art in heaven hallowed be thy name once again everyone say hallowed be thy name he gives you a pattern for prayer in verse 2 through 4 he gives you a parable in verse 5 through 8 of a desperate man's boldness before God and then with verse 9 gives you a certainty of answered prayer. How many want to pray and see your prayers answered? Raise your hand all over this room. You want to be able to pray and know your prayers are going to be met and answered. Now watch this. We are living in an hour when the greatest attack upon our, our faith is taking place. The devil wants to make you question your faith so that your prayers will not be saturated with faith. The enemy of your soul does not want you to believe the Word of God because the Word of God says that there are certain things that you have a right to. The Word of God, when you understand the Scriptures, there are things that you can believe for. Amen? 2 Corinthians 6.2 I was reading this week in the NIV, it says, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of God's salvation. Somebody say amen. The day of our deliverance has dawned. There is a now time. There is a right time in the economy of God. There is a time to take hold and begin to walk in what God has planned and provided for your life. Pastor Cecil, last Sunday night, prophesied over this congregation that it was the right time, it was a now time to step into our divine destiny. You've had dreams, you've had visions. There have been prophetic things in your life. Well, there comes a time that you've got to see that fulfilled. You've got to see that walked out. You've got to claim that. Joseph, for 20 years, carried a dream inside of him, two dreams, in fact, that had been birthed inside and given to him and he went from the pit, he went to Potiphar's house, and he went back to the prison. But at the end of 20 years, in a now time, in a right time, that destiny came into focus, and he was promoted to Pharaoh's court. Amen? 
I'm telling you, August is a time for this church to step into its divine destiny. It's a time for you to experience God's purpose being fulfilled in your life. I want everyone to see Hebrews chapter 3. I have to get Hebrews chapter 3 out before this service closes. Because the attack upon our faith creates such doubt in people's minds. And I, I watch Christians all the time wrestling with doubt and fear and unbelief. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15, look at this with me. While it is said, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. There was a time in Israel's history when they provoked God. Let me encourage you, it is not a good thing to provoke God. It is not a good thing to even touch the apple of God's eye. I don't want God uh, upset with me, amen? We don't want to be on God's bad side. Do you know that it actually says in this passage that Israel provoked God? There was a, an hour, a day of their provocation for some, when they had heard, they did provoke. Now this is an Old Testament illustration that is drawn into the New Testament because the reality and the fact is clear, friends, that living under the New Covenant, an, a state of unbelief, a state of doubt and fear in this hour it, it will provoke the hand of God. God wants His people to be a people of faith. We walk not by sight, but by faith. And it says that the children of Israel and the writer of Hebrews bring this in, into the new covenant to say there was a time that they did provoke God, howbeit not all came out of Egypt by Moses, but with whom he was grieved for 40 years. Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness, and to whom swear he that they should not enter into the rest, but to them that believe not? So we see that they could not enter in because of their unbelief. Why did God not allow them to go into the promised land? I want everybody to say unbelief. Unbelief in this passage provoked God. God was angry with a generation that would not trust him. A generation that had grew up in Egypt, in Pharaoh's court, in Pharaoh's dominion, his empire. And they had seen the mighty hand of God bring deliverance. God is still looking for a people of faith in this hour. They had seen the deliverance of God, how that by a mighty hand, he brings them out of Egyptian bondage. By a mighty hand, he opens the Red Sea. Somebody needs to help me and say amen. By a mighty hand, he, it, he destroys the entire Egyptian army in the Red Sea. He closed the, the, the walls of the Red Sea upon the Egyptian army and destroys the entire army. All of their chariots, all of their might and power was drowned in the Red Sea. And God is saying to his people in this hour, you have seen my works. You saw me lead you to Mount Sinai. You saw the glory of God there on the mount. And you saw the pillar of cloud. You saw the pillar of smoke. I didn't even allow you to touch the mountain. And then I took you to the edge of the promised land. Then you begin to see with your eyes the walled cities. You begin to see with your eyes the giants that were in the land. 
All of these things Israel saw, and it says they, they opted for a state of unbelief. God is looking for a church that will believe him in this hour. Amen? They did not go into the promised land not because of the giants, not because of the walled cities, but because of a state of unbelief. God is looking for you, sir. God is looking for you, ma'am, to believe God at his promises. Unbelief is keeping the church from accomplishing all that the church needs to do in this hour. Unbelief is keeping people dying in the wilderness. You will never go into the promises of God for your life as long as you let unbelief dictate to you. Unbelief provoked God. Now everyone look at Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And I want you to say this with me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith. Everybody say, now faith. In this series on believe, God is wanting to strengthen our faith. The supernatural will never be entered into believing only in the natural realm. Failing to believe in the promises of God. Now faith. God is wanting to strengthen our faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, you will only live in the natural realm. Living in the realm of the natural, you will never see the supernatural released in your life. Living in the natural, you will never possess all of the promises of God. Now, with all of that in mind, I want you to go back to our text in Luke because I want to I very quickly give you something that I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to take and nurture this week in your spirit. This is a very important word because where God is wanting to lead us in the month of August, we've got to have this word. And it's important we don't miss this word this morning on the first Sunday of five Sundays in August. And I believe God wants to come to us this summer in this month of August. It came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, Jesus had a regular place and a regular time of prayer. We need to get used to praying, amen? The emphasis is here on the importance of prayer, that we need to have an organized and ordered prayer life before the Lord. It cannot be hit and miss. Something about the ministry and the prayer life of Jesus attracted the disciples to the point that they said, Lord, teach us to pray. They saw his prayers getting answered. How many would like to pray and see your prayers get answered? You've got to have an organized, consistent flow of prayer coming from your life. We had someone here at our 6 o'clock prayer meeting last night and said, Pastor, and I know this person goes to another church but attends prayer meetings. He said, my church has no prayer ministry. And I come here because I believe in prayer. I believe in prayer ministry. And I believe the church needs to pray. Listen, Jesus had a certain place where he prayed at a certain time. And the church has got to do more praying. If we will pray more, we'll see more miracles. We'll see more breakthroughs. We'll see more sons and daughters coming home. Amen. Yesterday at 11 o'clock, uh, I was doing a wedding and my dad was doing a funeral. We had a funeral and a wedding at the same time. Amen. But a dear lady came up to me at that wedding. She said, I want you to know a story. She said, uh, you don't know me, but said, I, occasionally I come and I worship here. But said, my son got saved in this church a couple of years ago and baptized in water and he's serving God. 
and said, I prayed for him for over 40 years that he would give his life to Christ. He's run from God, lived out in the world, and done the things of the world. And she said, I want you to know he is a testimony to answered prayer. God will answer prayer if the Christians will pray. Jesus prayed in a certain place. Where has our prayer life gone? Where has our time where we order and organize that we're going to spend time alone with the Lord and believe God for breakthroughs? God is calling us to prayer. In this month of August, there are going to be very special times of prayer and seeking the Lord as there has been all summer. Prayer moves the hand of God. Prayer causes things to happen. Breakthroughs take place when the people pray. The discipline of prayer is an absolute to spiritual victory and seeing the release of the supernatural. There is a spirit realm, a supernatural realm that can only be entered into. You will always struggle in the natural realm. And there are principles that work in the natural realm because God ordered it that way. He said the sun will always come up and will always go down from the east to the west. That's a principle in the natural realm. God ordained it will always happen. He said as long as the sun remains, there will be seed time and harvest. So a farmer can put seed in the ground. It will always happen. There's natural things that will always take place. God set in order. But in the spirit realm, there are things that will never happen until you begin to pray. Until you develop a prayer life and until you find a certain place at a certain time with some certain folk that you can join in agreement and believe for miracles and the supernatural to be released. I'd much rather be in a setting where people pray. I'd much rather have people around me that know how to touch the throne of God and call on the name of the Lord when I'm in need. I would much rather be a part of a church that believes prayer is important today. The disciples saw and heard and one said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. We can learn a lot from the prayers of Jesus. And there's numerous prayers. I don't have time to go into all the prayers of Jesus, but I want you to look at James chapter 5. Everyone look at James chapter 5. And I want our worship team to come back. James chapter 5. Look at verse 13. I, everyone's got to see this in the scriptures. You might just need healing this week. You might just need a miracle this week. You might just need a breakthrough. Is there any among you afflicted? Let him pray. How many have ever been afflicted of the devil? Everybody ought to have their hand up. The Bible says he comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He comes to afflict you, to torment you, to test you, to try you. To work against you. Is there any afflicted of the enemy of your soul? The answer that James is setting forth in James chapter 5. There comes a time that you just got to get down to business. And you got to pray and touch God with that affliction. Is there any merry? Well there's a time to sing songs. Is there any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him. Let them do what? Let them have nice little sing-along services and kumbaya services and no, let them pray. I want to get in an atmosphere if you're sick where, listen, God was moving Wednesday night. There, there was healing in the house Wednesday night. And, and God just wrecked the order of service so we could lay hands on people and minister. 
There was a lot of things going on Wednesday night. Let him that is sick among you, you need to initiate calling for some spiritual people around you to come anoint you with oil and lay hands on you. The prayer of faith works, amen? Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. Pray one for another that ye may be healed. I've always, when, when the devil strikes sickness towards me, I've always tried to find people to pray for. When, 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 when I'm dealing with something, I always try to find people that I can go lay hands on and I can, I, I can try to minister out healing because that healing's got to flow through something and I want it to flow through my life and touch my life as it flows out to touch somebody else that's in need. Amen. I, I don't want it stopped up. And so sometimes in your adverse situation, the Lord is waiting on you to be used of God. Job did not get his breakthrough until he prayed for his miserable friend. Until he blessed that friend and prayed over those that ha had so despitefully spoken against him. When he prayed for them, God caused his breakthrough to take place. That anointing will flow through your life when you get your hands out of uh, Yes, it's not fun to be sick. It can hurt. It can be painful. I know. But I know that God wants to course his healing anointing through our lives. And God wants to flow that healing as a channel, not as a reservoir. Heal me, heal me, heal me. No. Start laying hands on the sick. Start casting out devils. Start raising up dead people. Amen. Start speaking the word of faith. Calling those things which be not as though they were. The effectual fervent prayer of righteous people avails much. Why? Because the prayers are working. They're gaining heaven's access and heaven's attention. Elias was a man subject to the same kind of things that we go through. The hurts, the pains, the challenges. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not for three and a half years. And he prayed again. And the heavens, and I want everybody to stand. Please don't leave. And the heavens brought forth her rain. Elijah changed weather conditions. Now, I know if CNN gets a hold of that, they're not going to like that. Amen. They blasted Pat Robertson for, for believing that uh, he could pray against hurricanes. But I still believe Jesus speaks to storms today. Amen. Amen. And Bertha out there in the Caribbean threatening the Dominican Republic in the name of Jesus. Everybody lift your hand and say, peace be still. I got some wonderful brothers and sisters in the DR. Amen. Hallelujah. Peace be still. You know what Jesus finally had to tell people? I, I got to stop right here. But he said, believe the gospel. He said, the kingdom of God is among you. It's not coming. It's here. Because he was here. The kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but it's righteousness. It's joy. It's peace and the Holy Ghost. It's the anointing to, 
to see deliverances take place. Freedoms come forth. Children come home to God that mamas have been praying for for years. And they walk the aisles of this church and get baptized. And they're serving God today because a mama never failed to give up. And she kept just on her knees seeking the Lord. And with tears in her eyes yesterday, she said, thank you so much. It wasn't me, but I gave credit to God because God used a church that believes in a harvest of souls. The church has got to pray. We've had more prayer this summer. And that's not going to pat us on the back. But prayer is important. It's vital. It's vital for you. It's vital for your family. It's vital for your children. It's vital in these last days. We are between the first blood moon and the second blood moon. We get a little closer to the second blood moon in October and we're going to start doing some more teaching because you see what's happening in our world. The Christians better pray right now because the time of the Gentiles starts with the solar eclipse after the second blood moon. If God's dealing with Israel right now, listen to me. God's going to deal with Gentile powers. He's going to humble men. Amen. Every tribe and every nation is going to come under the hand of a mighty God because He alone is exalted. He's going to cast down idolatry and graven images. I want you to slip your hands up and I want you to worship God. I want you to worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We worship you, Lord. altar I invite you to come there's a spiritual need in your life I invite you to come right now from all across this room if there's a spiritual need in your life you need to come to the altar come visit the altar come visit the altar the altar in the temple was a very important place of worship if you have a spiritual need I invite you to come come to the altar Every person that has a spiritual need, make your way to the front. Every person with a spiritual need. 
the Holy Spirit is speaking to someone right now. Don't walk out of this room. The Holy Spirit is dealing with you. Don't harden your heart and provoke God right now. God is calling you. You've been struggling. You're dealing with some things in your life and you need to come to the altar right now. You've been under spiritual attack. I invite you to come from where you're standing in this sanctuary, up in the balcony, the galleries, under the balcony, on this lower floor, come on. Come right now. You've been battling some things. The devil's been even afflicting you and attacking you. Right now, I invite you to come from all over this room. Right now, come. Maybe this has been a mental attack, an emotional attack. Maybe it's a physical attack. You've been under an attack of the enemy. You've been afflicted of the devil. Come. We're going to pray. Amen. You've been under the attack of the enemy. Come right now. In the name of Jesus. the devil's been attacking your family, I want you to take a step right now in faith and I want you to come to the front. He's been attacking your home and your family in any area. Come. 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 If he's been attacking your health, I want you to take a step of faith right now and come and let Believers, pray with you the prayer of faith right now. If your health has been under an attack, I want you to come right now. If your finances have been under an attack, I want you to come right now. If your children have been under an attack, I want you to come right now. Let the church pray. We're about to pray. And I believe heaven's going to open up. Come. If your children have been under an attack, I want you to make your way to the front right now from all across this room, up in the balcony. Come on. Come on. Mama, God loves that wayward son. Come stand in the gap in his behalf. Come stand in the gap in his behalf. God's looking for an intercessor. God's looking for someone to make up the hedge. To stand in their behalf and to intercede in their behalf. Come. If you've got an unsaved loved one, I want you to come right now. Friends, there's an anointing to see yokes destroyed.
All across this room, I want you to hold your hands up. Come on, everyone that you need a breakthrough. Those on our online campus right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, let the church pray. Let the church call on the name of our God. There are no other gods like unto you. Lord Jesus, your disciples saw you pray and they said, show us how to do that. Because your prayers availed, your prayers caught heaven's attention and mighty manifestations came forth. And so Lord Jesus, this morning, at the right hand of God the Father, interceding for us, make our petitions known. And Lord, we intercede for this church family, for every person, oh God, that needs a spiritual breakthrough. I want you to hold your hand up right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, let us see the mighty hand of the Lord create an open heaven, a breakthrough, an open door, oh God, that the afflictions of God's people be broken today. Lord, there was a point in time that you brought them out of Egypt, out of all the afflictions of the Egyptians. Bring your people out today. On this first Sunday of August, let there be a breakthrough spiritually across this congregation, oh God, across this family, oh God. I pray let there be a spiritual breakthrough to destroy the yoke that Satan has tried to place in lives. You said the anointing would break the yoke. And we declare that, we release that right now over our entire church family that this is a day of spiritual breakthrough. We pray, oh God, that you will create that open door and that breakthrough for every home, every family. In Jesus' name. I want every person that needs healing in your body, I want you to hold your hands up right now across this room. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have observed the ordinance of the church of Holy Communion. We are partaking of those sacraments, O oh Lord, those symbols of God, your body being broken, your blood being shed. We appropriate the Word of God. We call for our church elders here this morning to anoint with oil. We call for our altar workers to lay hands on the sick. But Lord, all of this has got to happen with your anointing to break the yoke of sickness and destroy disease, destroy, God, all of the ravages of the enemy that Satan would like to place upon people. I declare health and healing by the name of Jesus. I declare freedom from arthritis. I declare those with, with issues with their neck and back and lower back, their spine healed by the power of God. God, those with stomach problems right now, in the name of the Lord, be healed. Those having problem with your eyes and your vision, don't look to only the doctor's report. Believe ye in the report of the Lord. That report says, He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Be ye healed and walk in health. Before I pray any further, Jesus was never sick. It's never recorded where Jesus was sick. Receive ye the healing of the Jesus. Amen. Receive the healing of the Lord. By his stripes. By his stripes. For every person that has an unsaved loved one, I want you to hold your hands up right now.
Father, we join with our church family. We pray. I want you to pray. Come on, pray with me. Father, we join with our church family. Praying for unsaved family members, prodigals, those that are running. God, those that, Father, are living out in sin and should Jesus come today, they'd be left behind. Lord, I pray that they will cast off the old and they'll become a new person in Christ. Father, I pray that you'll do a work of salvation. God, we pray that you would deliver and set free loved ones that God have just, Father, they're missing the mark. And Lord, the devil is trying to get at their flesh and at their health because of that, Lord. If they have committed sin, Lord, I pray that that sin would be forgiven, O oh God, and that healing would flow. Deliverance would come to bring our loved ones home, O oh God. Bring the prodigals home before it's too late. In the name of Jesus. Everybody say, in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray over America right now, and I want everybody to lift your hands, and I want every Christian, every believer, this whole household of faith, I want you to lift your voices out loud and I want you to pray for this nation. I want every believer to pray for America right now, for revival in this nation. Come on, lift your voices for America. Lift your voices for our nation. It's important every believer pray for America. God, be merciful to our nation. Forgive our nation. Heal our land. We repent for our waywardness. We repent for the sins of America. We've embraced a culture of sin. We've embraced a culture that is contrary to the, the laws of God. Lord, we turn from that and we embrace the laws of the kingdom. We declare the laws of the kingdom. Lord, heal our land. Turn America towards you. Lord, let there be revival in our nation from the White House to the church houses across this nation. Come on, church. I want you to lift your voice. Pray for revival. Ask God to send a great outpouring. Lord, visit us in August. Lord, visit us this month in August. Come to America. God, prior to the second blood moon of October, I pray that there will be a mighty visitation, that God, you will come to the churches of America, come to the pulpits of America. Let the word of God be declared and preached by the authority of your holy scriptures. Let there be a breakthrough spiritually in America. Let this be a season of revival. Let this be a season, weeks of a harvest. A mighty move of God take place in this land. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All the children of God are rising up, rising up to praise you. You will hear the sound and you will respond. Lift your voice and sing. All the children of God. Slip your hands up. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Into you. 
to breathe breath into your life. If you're dry, if you're weary, be refreshed in Jesus' name. He is here waiting on you to partake. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 17 the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty he will save he will rejoice over thee with joy he will rest in his love he will joy over thee with singing I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly 
who are of thee, to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Behold, at that time I will undo all that afflict thee, and I will save her that haleth thee, and gather her that was driven out, and I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. At that time will I bring you again, even in that time that I gather you, for I will make you a name and a praise among all the people of the earth when I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's Zephaniah chapter 3. Amen. That was a good word. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. One of the brothers just shared with me a confirmation of that utterance right there. And we're going to share it, something that happened yesterday, a miracle of resurrection life. God had one of the men of the church present at a time when there was a terrible accident to walk up and lay hands and a miracle happened. He just shared it right there. And we'll have that next Sunday morning in the service. Amen. 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 Let the church pray. Let the church call on the name of the Lord. Let the church seek the Lord while he may be found. Amen. Draw nigh unto God while he's drawing nigh. Amen. God bless you.